hey, welcome back to your favorite podcast, Live Bold and Boss Up. It's your girl, Steph and Ash, and we're recording on a super special day. It's Steph's birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I feel super blessed today. Good. Aw, I love it. We've been having nothing but like laughs this morning, so. I know. My voice is like a little hoarse from laughing so much, <laughs> I feel like. It's been a great morning. We, um, we get to chat with Amy... Martinez Monfort today. She is the CEO and founder of Tampa Laundry Company and also the laundry company. She's just really fantastic to speak with. She's so eloquent. Yeah. And she's so innovative. Mm -hmm. We talk about her company, a laundry company, the laundry company, and how it's not your typical laundry company. It's a, it's the sexy innovative company that they happen to do laundry and they make an amazing experience for everyone who's doing their laundry with them. Yeah. It's, it's kind of awesome to see, you know, she didn't recreate the wheel. She took something that was already there, was already there and made it amazing. So it's really cool to hear her story on where she came from, what she was doing before that and, and how she built on it and how, you know, we can all really build on what we've done in the past, what we're doing now to get to where we need to go. We are live today at the Tampa Bay Wave with Amy Martinez Monfort. Thank you, Amy, for joining us. Thank you all for having me. So, Amy, I want you to tell us, you know, your background and everything, but you're CEO and founder of the Tampa Laundry Company. That's right. How did you get into that? Tell us your your background. So um, I did. I've done a couple different things in my career, and I know y'all at Next Path, you you deal with people in their careers all the time. So um, I've had kind of an interesting path. So I started. I went to Florida State for undergrad, and go Knowles. yes, mm-hmm. go Knowles for sure. Uh, I heard the Gene Deckerhoff podcast, oh, by the way. Oh, that was yeah. awesome. He so sweet. He's amazing. Yes. He's amazing. I am not going to have that silky smooth voice that he does, <laughs> but I will try. But I will try. Um, so yeah, so I went to Florida State for undergrad, and my undergraduate degree was in media performance communication. So I wanted to be a television anchor woman. And then, much as I heard Jean talking about, there's there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of work, and you're working graveyard shifts and whatnot. And I thought, you know, I don't know if that's for me. So I decided I was going to go to law school. So I went to Florida for law school. I'm still a Florida State fan, by the way. Um, but I said, like any good attorney, I can speak out of both sides of my mouth. <laughs> no, but tr- truly, if anybody asks, I'm a Florida State fan. So went to Florida for law school. Um, I was fortunate enough to practice law with Carlton Fields here in Tampa and um, practiced for three and a half, four years here. And I was halfway on the partnership track and I just said, you know, it's, I don't love what I'm doing. I said, I'm doing great work with great people, making great money, but it wasn't what I needed to be doing ultimately. So um, I went to work for Eli Lilly, the drug company, and I was in sales and marketing with them. Um, Loved it, had a wonderful job, wonderful time, great people making great money, but I always knew I wanted to own my own business. And um, so in 2015, I started Tampa Laundry Company. And I get a lot of times like, why on earth laundry? What? Right. It is like, it is a chore most people can't stand. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, uh, the way I looked at it was laundry. Uh, regenerates itself every single day and everyone has laundry no matter your socioeconomic level no matter your age everyone generates laundry every single day so i saw it as an area that was you know always going to be a need mm-hmm. in the area and i saw 
a place where I could actually make a difference and I could actually do it in a way that made people think different about laundry. So that's what I feel we've been able to do with Tampa Laundry Company. I love that. Like taking something that's such a need and that's always going to be there. It's not going away. And you turn it into something like more than what it typically is considered. Yeah, that's that's what our goal was for sure, to turn it into something cool. Um, it, the way I saw it was to really make it an experience. So if, if you've been down to our location in, on Gandhi, we have... Um, 16 security cameras, we have granite folding tables, we have um, Wi-Fi, we have AC, which sounds crazy, but a lot of laundromats don't have air uh -huh. conditioning. Um, and what my goal was when I started Tampa Laundry was to create a clean, safe, and friendly environment for people to do their laundry. And it sounds really basic, but um, unfortunately, a lot of times people forget um, that everyone needs to be treated with dignity, whether they're using a laundromat for um, their one load of laundry that week or they're using the laundromat for you know their comforters or whatnot. So I always say with Tampa Laundry, it is my honor to be able to serve the entire population, whether you have $5 in your pocket and you're coming in to do that one load of laundry, or you've got 50000 in your checking account and we're pressing your sheets and we're scenting them with lavender. Our goal is to treat everyone with the same level of dignity and care in our stores. And, and that's that's it's been really fun to be able to do that for everyone over the last eight, almost nine years now. Wow. Yeah. What made you think, well, maybe I should go back a little bit further and, and ask you, what made you go from being a lawyer to into sales? So um, I... I actually had a conversation one day. I was working, and it was a Friday afternoon, and I was in um, I was in my office at the law firm and working a lot of hours. I was a young associate, and I reached out to another lawyer friend of mine, and he and I were just talking. And I said, you know, I'm kind of thinking about pharmaceutical sales. It seems kind of fun. I'd love to learn more about sales. And I said, you know, but there's coming from law. There's there's kind of a perception with sales, and you know, nothing disparaging. I, I loved my sales career, but looking at it from a legal perspective. I was like, gosh, I wonder what people are going to say. And he said, Amy, he said, those folks have probably been home for hours now. Who is the silly one? You're still sitting right. at your desk. You're not living. Um, so when I went to Eli Lilly, it was just an absolutely amazing company. And learning sales and marketing from a fortune you know, Fortune 100 company is is something like no other to be trained, um, uh, you know, Six Sigma certification, all those different things. So, you know, when people look at my background and they say, well, why on earth laundry? And, and you're wasting your law degree or, you know, how did you get where you are? For me, I see every every step that I've taken is always it, and, you know, I speak to folks, it's not necessarily you don't have to see everything as a step forward. Sometimes you step to the side to get a different skill set, to get a different perspective on things. So I feel like everything I've done in my career has been building to owning my own business. So, yeah. you know, every email I send, every contract I review, I'm using my law degree. Right. Um, every client I speak to, every customer I speak to, I'm using my sales and marketing background. Mm -hmm. So um, it sounds, you know, looking at it from the outside in, it may seem like a crazy path or something that doesn't really make sense. For me, it's just been a really beautiful ride. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it makes sense it to does. me once you explain it. Right. Because I feel like law, you can use in anything, mm -hmm. any business, any industry. It's good to have that knowledge and background. And then sales and marketing, same thing. Like, it's how you talk to people and building relationships. Yeah. So it makes total sense. 
It, yeah, and it's a toss-up. So sometimes people will tell me, what do you think is more valuable for your business, your law degree mm-hmm. or your sales and marketing background? And I, I still say it's a toss-up because every day I use, you know, skills from one or the other side. Um, and it just, it honestly makes things fun. And and I was, I was um, looking at something online the other day and, and they were talking about how what you're doing in your 20s and 30s, you're learning and you're building that skill set. And then in your 40s, you're actually you know, really everything is taking off and you've made the connections and you've, you've got all this, um, you know, information in order to start your next career or whatever you're doing. So, um, I think it's just really important for people to see that everything you do, it's never a waste. It's never a loss. You can always use it to continue propelling yourself forward Mm -hmm. with your career. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was just going to, were you going to expand on that? I was just going to get into the Tampa Laundry Co. a little bit more because to me, I love what you've done with with Tampa Laundry. Um, You make laundry look sexy. And I want to know like how how you did that. Like what's your thought process and whenever you were creating it. Um, on how, like, I think it's a cool company. And if you go into it, it's, it's beautiful. Thank you. So how, how have you done that? So, um, when I started Tampa Laundry, it just started as an idea. My family was driving to dinner and, um, we went past where our current location is and it was an old laundromat that was shuttered and had been for about two years, but there was a for sale sign on the front and there were literally bullet holes in the window awesome. when we drove by. Always yeah. a good yeah. sign. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is it. This is it. We found it. This is we found it. Um, and so I said to my husband, I said, you know, I just, I'm thinking about a laundromat and you know, we could talk later, but I always say he's my no man. He's always the one that's like, yeah, no, that is not a good idea. I mean, that's not going to work. He's an attorney as well. So I, um, he's a little bit more risk averse. And so we make a nice, really nice team. (laughs) But when I saw that, that location with the bullet holes, as I said before, I thought there's got to be a better way. We have to, we have to make sure that everyone feels safe um, and that everyone feels comfortable and that people actually want to go to a laundromat, which Again, you're doing a chore which nobody likes. Um, And so I just got crafty, and it wasn't expensive. And when people saw the store, they're like, granite folding tables. Well, how much was that? And, you know, um, our prices are often lower than our competitors because we've just – I make the penny do the work of a dime. And I would shop and I found our flooring at Home Depot on a closeout and, you know, um, got a guy who could make the tables for us. So just try to get really creative with that. But when I go back, just really creating that experience for our customers. And a couple of the things that really make me happy are when people leave reviews and they're like, my washer and dryer is broken. But after going there, I don't even care if they get fixed. <laughs> nice. Um, because I think we've created a place, like I said, clean, safe, friendly environment where people think of the chore a little bit differently. Um, our, our team is amazing and they're so kind and considerate to everyone there so i think people kind of see it as hey i can get away from everything that's going on at my house run down and do some laundry um and it's it's just been fun to create that in an area and in a in an industry where it's unexpected just to create that unexpected right um on the safety piece one of the things i'm always one of the most proud moments i've had since i opened the business um we have as I said, we have 16 security cameras and I can see them all on my phone. And one night in the middle of the night, it was about 3 a.m. And I looked at the cameras and I saw a woman with her child. He looked to be about three or four years old. 
And I don't know what her story was, but in, in the back of my mind, I thought to myself, okay, she's been working all day and she's picked up her child and she's still got to get her laundry done. And so it's 3 a.m. and she's in my store and I'm, I'm getting chills just talking about it. And um, the fact that she felt that that place was safe enough, that Tampa Laundry was safe enough for her to be there at mm. 3 in the morning with her small child because she needed to get her laundry done. I thought to my, I just laid there in bed and I thought, we're doing something right. We're doing mm. something right if she has that level of comfort right. at this hour. Aww. Wow. And you're open 24 hours? We're open 24 hours. We're not staffed 24 hours, um, but we are open for 24 hours. And, um, you know, admittedly, that's been tough lately. Um, there's a lot of homeless in this area. And having an, a, a place that's open 24 hours, um, it can be a little bit difficult. But for me, it's very important for us to stay open 24 hours for women or men or families just like that that they they don't work a nine to five you know nine to five job they're mm -hmm. they have very odd hours um, and so that to me is something Lord willing we will never get rid of the twenty four hours of being open um, we really don't make much money at all overnight it's not like it's some revenue driver for us right. it's simply because there's people that need that service and they need it sometimes in the middle of the night that's awesome. Yeah, you're about to tear up. I know. I'm, I was getting, <laughs> that was a good I had goosebumps and my yeah. eyes were getting watery <laughs> when you were sharing your story. Um, I love stuff like that. Like, yeah. it just makes everything, like, worth it. And that's been one of the interesting things. Again, we go back to, we say it's just laundry. It's not. I mean, this is, this is an essential service that everyone needs. And so mm -hmm. to be able to interact with all types of people, with all types of stories, um, and, you know, it, it really is a community thing. It's a service to the community to, to have laundry. And it's just, like I said, it's been my honor to, to be able to start this business and hopefully give people something unexpected with their experience at a laundromat. You were saying you have different levels of service just depending on whatever someone needs. So mm -hmm. you have all the laundry, like washer dryers, right? Like that, the basic, right? Laundry needs. And then what else do you do there? Yeah. So um, we, Tampa Laundry, we have all different um kind of areas of the business. So we have self-service, which is where people come in and do their own laundry. We have wash, dry, fold, pickup and delivery. So we'll come to your house. We'll pick up your laundry. We'll wash it, dry it, fold it. We'll return it to you. So you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> we just yeah. got really excited. excited over that. <laughs> you guys are leaning in. I love it. And, and we are in your area. So, um, you know, we have folks that, that go out and pick up the laundry and bring it back. We have dry cleaning. We do commercial laundry. Um, gyms, spas, things like that. We do Camp Tampa here, um, Palmasia, the Yacht Club, those sorts of things, which keeps things fun. Um, back in 20, what was that, 2018, I think, we won a very large contract with MacDill Air Force Base. Nice. Um, and so that really got us into the commercial side of things with laundry, doing hotel laundry, linens, that sort of thing. And um, we still do some work for McDill. We no longer have that large contract, but we do a lot of other things at McDill now. So that's another thing for me. It's an honor to to be able to serve the men and women in uniform here in our country. Um, we offer a military discount as well as a first responder uh, discount. So just trying to okay. give back to anyone that we can, because again, we're in an industry that touches every single demographic. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's just, it's been fun. Go ahead. Through each of your changes right of your of your career is was there something kind of there to say okay I'm ready to make my move or was there some something that happened where you're like okay I'm ready to change 
And or were you were you always just kind of thinking of your next move and kind of what you wanted to get into? Because I feel like there's a lot of people that we talk to on a daily basis, lawyers included. Mm -hmm. I I can remember one conversation with a a lawyer several years ago, and he's like, I don't know what to do next if I don't do law because I make this amount. Right. You you're kind of comfortable. And how do you even make Mm -hmm. that change? So. Can you share with our listeners what your thought process was on each of those career moves, if there was like a monumental thing or if it was just kind of ongoing for you? Yeah, Um, I wouldn't say there was, you know, one thing that that did it. I think I just I realized all along that that life is very short and it's very precious. And if you're doing something that you don't absolutely love. That doesn't mean make a wholesale change right away. I don't want the listeners to just go out and quit their job. It's not that. <laughs> um, but I think I think it is about finding things that are truly a good fit for you. And um, like I said, I was very fortunate with the practice of law. I had a just a really great place where I was working. It just wasn't right for me. Um, and then again, I, I think maybe even subconsciously, uh, knowing I always wanted to own my own business. When I was a kid, I wanted to be the CEO of Disney World. That was that Aww. was going to be my jam. And I had a picture of um, Michael Eisner on my cork board. And um, I guess it was like an early vision board. I don't know, maybe yeah. before vision boards were things. Um, but anyway, I, I always knew that there was no one that I could depend on more than myself. Um, I've always been very driven. I've always you know, wanted to succeed. Um, I've always been most competitive with myself. I'm not an overly competitive person other than with myself. I don't want to see anybody else lose. Um, I just want to win. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's been a driving force for me. And then, you know, when the sales and marketing opportunity came up, honestly, it just seemed fun. Um, It seemed like something that would allow me to travel, allow me to meet people. And, you know, for any of the folks out there listening who are, they might be in the practice of law and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, it's the golden handcuffs, right? I make a lot of money. There's a lot there. Mm -hmm. Um, There are so many things out there. There are so many ways to make money. There are, and it is true when you're doing what you love, it, it doesn't feel like work. And so if you are in something and you're like, gosh, this, this is just, the juice is not worth the squeeze here. I think there are so many options. And I think lawyers, um, when I went to get the job with Eli Lilly, they said, well, you don't have sales experience. I think a lot of times, and you guys, I'm sure deal with this a lot, mm-hmm. where people are saying, I don't have the skill set for this, or it's saying I have to have three years of experience, or it's saying I must have this, this, and this. Well, a lot of it is persuasion, right? And so when I went to interview with Lilly and they said, well, we look at your resume and you don't have any sales experience. I said, I sell to judges and clients every single day. I have to advocate my position. I have to show both sides. I have to show our benefits. Um, So it's just a different way of looking at things. So, you know, again, for me, there wasn't one thing that said, okay, that's it. I've got to go. I heard it described once and I thought this was really neat. When people leave a job, they're either running from something or they're running to something. And that always stuck with me. And so when I when I make a change, I always think to myself, am I running from something or am I running to something? And I feel like any of my career changes, thank goodness, I've been running to something. I'm not running from a bad situation. I don't have any horror stories where I was just like, I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I saw something there. And that's that's really been the fun part about building my own business is allowing myself to kind of take all those skill sets that I have and that I enjoy and just and just run with it. 
I feel like the most common thing I hear from people that maybe have an idea to start their own business, but just don't know how to get there or take that like leap of faith to do it. That's like the biggest hurdle to overcome to start your own business. How were you able to do that from, you know, getting a salary and and working for a large company to take that leap of faith to start your own? I, I, I think that's a great question because it's it's a lot. There's a lot of risk there. I'm very blessed. Um, I My husband was working at the time. Um, and throughout our careers, we have always supported one another in the sense of if he was making a career move, he, you know, he started his own firm. Well, then I made sure everything was stable on my end um, and then vice versa. So I think that was part of it. Um, I think I think another thing is, um, you know, I get asked a lot what do you wish you would have known before you started mm-hmm. your own business, right? People are like, well, what do you wish you would have known? And my answer is always the same. There's so much I'm glad I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And that sounds crazy, but it's true because I think as business owners, there's things that come up in a given day and you're like, oh my gosh, if someone had told me this was going <laughs> to happen, I never would have done it. So I say that with a caveat that I think it's very important to do your research. I think it's very important to know everything you think you possibly can when you're starting a business. Um, And then there's a point at which you just have to take a leap. You just have to go. And so, you know, there's things, uh, you know, are there things I wish I would have known? No, because if (laughs) I'd known those things, I probably wouldn't have started my own business. Um, And I do always talk about the importance of, a I call him my no man, and that's my husband, um, where there's someone in your life, in your sphere, that does not drink the Kool-Aid. There's someone that says to you, Steph, Ash, that's that's a horrible idea. You know, I think right. that's really important because what what we what I preach in my house and how we've raised my kids is different doesn't mean wrong. It just means different, right? So just because someone has a different opinion doesn't make them wrong. Doesn't necessarily make you right. It just makes it different. And so um, when folks are either a naysayer or help you see the other side of things, thank them. Because I think, especially as an entrepreneur, a lot of times that will drive you to success because you will want to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to, to listen and, and take their advice and say, okay, well, let me go down that road and see if I really think that's going to be an issue. If you really do, then maybe change your direction or change your pattern. If not, let that fuel you. Um, and, you know, to this day, my husband's like, yeah, I was totally wrong about that. I was totally wrong. <laughs> and the joke we have now is because I, I still keep coming up with ideas. I love to reinvent things. Um, I knew we were talking earlier about the scent. So there's all these different things that I still want to do with the business, a lot of runway left. And when he says, man, I think that's a great idea. I'm like, oh, crap. I got to go back to the top floor now. <laughs> You're like, great. This, I'm like, actually- this, this is not going to work now because you've said you think it's going to work. So, um, so that's, that's. Oh, your yeah. poor husband, when he hears that, he's like, oh, man. <laughs> no, he's a really good sport um but he 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 will he will admit that about himself but i i love it it's invaluable truly to have people make sure you surround yourself with positive people who will help you to um you know rejoice in in all the amazing things you're able to do but make sure either your head doesn't get too big or your circle doesn't get too small where someone won't be there to tell you, hey, listen, you really need to think about this or you really need to look at this. Um, I think that's very important f- to have people in our lives that ground us. Mm-hmm. That is great advice. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I know you mentioned the scent. I did. I want, I want you to tell us about 
what's coming next yeah. for Table Laundry? So we have a couple things um, coming now. We're making some innovations as far as our pickup and delivery service. We're expanding out to um, more zip codes, further areas, trying to inc- in- improve our reach or, or grow our reach. Um, we're actually branded as both Tampa Laundry Company and The Laundry Company. So we can go outside of areas, outside of Tampa, and we'll oh, still nice. keep that same brand recognition. We're fortunate because Tampa and The and our logo are easily um, mm-hmm. replaceable there. So so that's been fun. Um, and then we're also, when I talk about the experience, I really do think the experience is a wraparound experience when we think about our customers and our clients. So um uh, you know, scent, scent marketing is all the buzz right now, right? And if we think about scent, scent is the sense most closely related to memory. And, you know, you, you smell something and it takes you back to your grandmother's house or, or something like that when you, when you smell certain scents. So we've been working now with a local company to develop our own signature scent, which is um, not yet being produced, but we have finally come up with the scent. We've got everything ready for that. So we're just about to go into production. Hopefully we'll get things out before Christmas, which would be great. And we'll make sure both of you are the first ones to um, to get Can't that. We? But um, we, we just want something that will folks will smell, you know, you think about thinking clean thoughts, which is our trademark tagline. And so we're going to be launching the scents under the think clean thoughts line. And we're going to be starting with candles and room sprays um, with some just more general scents, but also our signature scent. So again, it's just, it keeps things fun. We're going to ultimately have it pumped through our laundromat. Mm -hmm. Um, As I mentioned earlier, we sent, uh, we sent sheets and press sheets and sent them with lavender um customers will have the option to send them with our signature scent so just a little yeah just it it's like i've always said it's the little things right Mm -hmm. it's the little things in business it's um handwritten thank you notes it's um you know a a a call you know we had a a client who uh, she unfortunately had a stroke and the team reached out to me and we immediately reached out to her hey what can we do can we help Mm -hmm. so it's just knowing your customers and you know, just taking that extra step. So for us, the scent is just a continuation of what it is we want to do with that whole wraparound experience, something different than when you walk into any other laundromat. Mm-hmm. And we smelt the the scent and it smells amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. Thank you. Thank you. We're right. really excited. I can, I can smell the scent now, actually. It smells amazing in here. Mm-hmm. We're in a small room. <laughs> um, and you said it's your perfume. Is it the... Yeah, that was similar? that was the inspiration. Yeah, I, um, it, I, I found that every time I wore this perfume, everyone's like, oh my gosh, that smells fantastic. Mm-hmm. That smells fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Ash actually, when she walked in, was like, you smell fantastic. <laughs> I was like, this is great. This is good. So um, it's off of that, but it's it's... We wanted a smell that was clean, that wasn't too masculine, wasn't too feminine. And um, we think we've come up with something pretty great. So hopefully others will feel the same. Mm-hmm. I'm I sure they, they will. will. Yeah. What's any any sneak peeks as to what's next after this? Because you said you have a ton of ideas. Your husband will either shoot them down and tell them, yeah. tell you you're, they're great, which is not, which is. That's not good. Reverse. Right. <laughs> what, what other things have you thought of that you can maybe share? I know it's probably. Hard to share certain things that aren't. Yeah, um, it just, I, I think it would simply be our expansion. So we've, you know, it's, 
when we talk about the thinking clean thoughts and people ask me a lot about think clean thoughts and you know yeah it's a double entendre there's there's a lot to it people see it a lot of different ways um but for me at the core to think clean thoughts is to just spread positivity to um create those experiences for people that they won't forget because it was so positive and and it really left them with a warm feeling so i would love for us to be able to take that beyond tampa i think that's something that people can use everywhere. Yes, people can use laundry, but um to have it be an experience that is a positive uplifting one for them. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's not that difficult. It's it's simple things as I was talking about before. It's a handwritten note. It's it's just truly caring about people. And so I would just love to use it it sounds very idealistic, but I would love to use laundry as a vehicle to spread that a, a mundane chore that everyone's got to do and most people despise turning it into a positive experience whether that be you know you come into our store or we come to your house and as a as busy working moms like we all are um and you see that pile of laundry and it's just not something you want to do mm-hmm. and so we would really like to help people get time back in their day to do things they actually want to do and i feel like the busier we get in the world um the more time we need to do those things that we actually enjoy and um you know i, I still do my own laundry at the house cuz I, i hate to burden the folks down at the i don't Aww. want to burden the team down at the store but i'll look at that pile and it's it's actually great for me because i'm reminded of why we're doing what we're right. doing because it's it's late at night and i'm thinking gosh all those moms and dads and they've still got to get the kids up in the morning and everything else we don't like to do this this is not fun mm-hmm. and if i weren't doing this maybe i could be snuggling on the couch with my kids or maybe you know i'm at a baseball tournament on the weekend because when i'm there i don't have time to do laundry mm-hmm. so um i think it's it, it it perhaps is oversimplified but just to kind of create that positive atmosphere for folks and we'd like to move beyond tampa we think that we've got something that you know we'd like to share and and share that positivity and take take away a chore that no one really likes to do I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. we'll be calling you. Right. 100%. <laughs> We lit up. We're like, what? You come to the house? Yes. That's what? my number one dreaded fear. Or not fear. Chore. Yes. I hate doing laundry. I hate folding it. I hate putting it away. I can I throw hate. it in the laundry. Yeah, I can I, throw I can, it in the wash right. and I can move it to the dryer, but then that's it. I'm like, I don't want to take <laughs> yeah. it out, fold it, put it away. It, and that's the thing. And people, you know, if you're anything like me, and again, like I know I own a laundry company, so people probably think I just send my laundry down. I don't. But it may get to the washer and then it doesn't make it to the dryer mm-hmm. and maybe it's day 2 and then you have to rerun mm-hmm. the washer and if it makes it to the dryer then it doesn't get out of the dryer and then it's a wrinkled mess yeah. so yeah i feel you girls i feel you <laughs> i do this all the time so um yeah like i said hopefully just just giving people time back in their day to do things that they really want to do because and i think i think covid showed us that a lot where we were home um and a lot of people thought well gosh you're home why don't you do your laundry well we're still working um mm-hmm. and the, it's just shifted right mm-hmm. what what we do and how we do it we still work just as hard it's just shifted a bit and one thing remains you still don't want to do the laundry right. even if you're even if it's staring you in the face because you happen to be working from home that day it doesn't make it any more desirable of a chore yep. to do that's mm-hmm. right So, yeah. I love it. Amy, you have given us so much good advice today. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it goes beyond laundry. Like you said, it's it's more than that. It's spreading positivity. Um I love your innovative ideas in your entrepreneurial mindset. 
you're truly an inspiration to so many people. So thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you to the Tampa Bay Way for having us here again. We always enjoy your hospitality. Of course, thank you to Next Path. And until next time, live bold and boss up.